it's really cold. You know what that is? That's the ghosts. It's a that fucking ghost saying, hey, you're in my haunted house. What movie was that where the dog's balls froze to the porch? I don't know. I thought you were talking about a Christmas story when his tongue froze to the pole, but now you're talking about dog balls stuck to a porch? Yep. It's in oh. a movie. Have you guys not seen it? I have not. not. I missed that one. Well, Sorry. I'll bet when I look it up, you guys will be like, oh, yeah, I saw it. Is it a Christmas movie? Um, well, I don't know. It's a Just winter. Like it's definitely a winter movie. <laughs> die hard. Die hard with your dog's balls stuck to the <laughs> Incorporated in 1875, proclaimed as the City of Destiny, Tacoma has maintained itself as the City of Grid. Tacoma kept its in-your-face artistry and individuality that sets it apart from anywhere else in the world. Our never-say-die attitude continues to this day. We are honored to bring to you those who live in Tacoma and its surrounding areas, whose contributions are what bring this city to life. The reputation is real. Welcome to the Grid City Podcast. Here are your hosts. Welcome to the Grit City Podcast. I am Justin. I'm Scott. And with us today is Mr. Steven Dunkelberger. Yippee! How you doing, sir? Outstanding. Outstanding. Thank you, everyone, for listening to us. You can find us on GritCityPodcast.com. And- Creative name. <laughs> <laughs> right? It's really easy. It's a, the Grit City, and we're the podcast, so it's Grit City Podcast. Oh. You can find us on all social media, well, on Instagram, on Facebook, and on Twitter, which is easy, because if you go to GritCityPodcast.com, you can find all of those right there, or in the show notes that uh, Becca wonderfully does Every single time without fail. Or you could just search for Grit City and find us wherever we are and then click on it that way because that would just help us out in the, in right? the whole yeah. search world. Put in like Tacoma Podcast Grit City. Best Tacoma. Best um, beers being drunk yeah. most on a podcast. Awesome. Grit City. Dunkelberger. <laughs> Dunkelberger because you've been on multiple times. I Six you- times. What? You're really? Counting? You're counting? Well, no, I, I visited the, the site today. Oh. Because someone, someone wanted to hear a couple of the old episodes. I'm like, oh, here you go. Boom. Sort. Thank you does for in- exposing people well, well, does that to the podcast. the older stuff? Like what's the that? older the older ones, too? The older ones. Well, whichever total? one's there. Or is uh, that just what's I think on that's what, what's just on there. So there could be if you want to, yeah. If you want to go to the deep podcasts that uh, Dunkelberger did back in the day, you would have to be a Patreon. Oh, you could be. So you could be if you go to patreon.com slash GritCityPodcast. That's where you can find um, all of the old ones, whether it was just Brogan and Scott and Roller Derby Girls and comedians spitting in his beer. And- yeah. If you have a friend that's a patron, I'm sure they'll give you a oh, good call. thing. Like, yeah. Feel free to share it. I don't care. Like, <laughs> <laughs> download it and give it to people yeah, and let them listen. Might as well. Or be awesome like Mr. Steve Dunkelberger and uh, just share it with some uh, people who are interested in what you've done. Uh, like cross-promote it on my yeah, Facebook right? page. And yeah, exactly. And, and so we're speak synergy. speaking to the synergy. black thing in front synergy. of you, sir. Synergy. There you go. Synergy. And people can find you easily on uh, t- uh, Facebook because if you just search for Steve's Drunk History. It's right there. I know. You've been doing a lot of shows lately. Yeah. And uh, we'll get into a bunch of different things today to talk about all of this stuff. Oh, yeah. We got a list. But I want to start off with thank you for coming to the bar Yay, last night. 
um, which uh, as of this recording was some time ago. But as like, of, damn, we just left the bar. I we feel did. Like we just left. We <laughs> did just leave the bar. We left. Uh, well, we left Puget Sound Pizza. We did. We got some pizza, had a couple of drinks, and uh, hung out there. So shout out to PSP. Um, but the night before, it was at my bar at my house, my steampunk bar. Last night. Yep, last night. Did I say that? They said the night before, yep. which oh, was last, last night, night, which is exactly the same thing. Yeah, I just wanted to reiterate. Oh, well, I had a karaoke night. Uh, a lot of the times I'll just have, hey, everyone, come and hang out and party and commiserate. But this one was the central focus of I've got a really sweet sound bar for my television that can hook up to a Chromecast, which has YouTube. And guess what YouTube has? A ton of karaoke songs. Yep. So with uh, some of this equipment that we use for a podcast, I just transferred it to a PA system <laughs> that Brogan Adden was kind enough to give me, and uh, we sang. And you, Mr. Steve Dunkelberger, did, did some singing I yourself. Did. I did indeed. Yep. I remember you doing uh, Yellow Submarine. Yes. Uh, <laughs> right. Which was it. hilarious it and was weird great. because I was outside, and I'm like, who's singing that? And then I walk in, I'm like... Yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah, right. This makes yeah. sense. Yeah. yeah, but you got into it. So that was sure. great, dude. It's all about the performance, right? It is. It really is. And you, uh, if nothing, are an absolute performer. Thank you. You've been doing the Steve's Drunk History for a while. Uh, yeah. And uh, still going very strong. Yes, yeah, it's growing faster than I thought it would. So. You started, where did you start off doing these at? Um. Well, it, it's kind of an, an amalgamation of things. Um. I'm all here on the podcast with right, us. Right. Yeah, ex- well, yeah, Actually, exactly. Yeah, right. We exactly. gave you that idea. It's like, hey, you should be doing this. I should, I should do this. Yeah. Um, yeah uh, well, a friend of mine um, uh, was really into history, and he, uh, we're geeking out about his house. He's got a famous house, and so I was telling the history about his house. Um, was it where a murderer may have not no, Bing, Bing Crosby's house. Oh, okay, okay. Oh, yeah, that's right. You, you talked about that Yeah, before. and um, and then he <laughs> goes, oh, I've got some friends in town. Um you know, this this summer, can you do like a pub crawl thing? Like, okay, sure, I'll I'll do that. Yeah, and uh, went from the started at the New Frontier, and then we went up to uh, uh, a couple of bars on Broadway, and then we went down to uh, ended up in Maconies and talking about you know the Chinese tunnels and all that stuff. Absolutely, yeah. And uh, and then Broken Spoke uh, just kind of messaged me, said, "Hey, you were in here uh, doing this uh, tour." And uh, could you want to do that? And I'm like, oh, okay, yeah, sure. That's and amazing. And then next, you know, they're like, oh, well, you want to do like this monthly? I'm like, okay, so. So that's a that's a there. monthly thing that happens. Monthly thing at a Broken Spoke, um, and then my parents are at Patriots Landing, and so I do a show, a one hour version of that show there. Oh, neat. Okay, I was wondering about that because Aww. when you see all the different events that's going on in there, you have some events at like a, the retirement community, and yeah. I was like. That's kind of interesting on that. Yeah. Well, let's see. That started out um, because the the Patriots Landing shows aren't on the calendar because technically that's a uh, for residents only show oh. for security reasons and all that. Okay, that sort makes of thing. sense. Oh, neat. And so they're not on there. But then that led to Frank Toby Jones contacting me, saying, "Hey, you know, we have this yeah. this resident university program to go and do enrichment programs for residents, and it's open to the public." I'm oh, like, that's oh, okay. amazing. So I'll I'll do that. So and those are open. So those every, are open to the so public. So everything, yes. every event that's on that yes. list is open to the public. That's yes. really cool. Yes. And then um, uh, doing a trial run at the airport. Well, this will be after this oh, uh, thing. That'll be that'll be next week. Yeah. So you're doing um, stuff at the airport tavern. Yep. Um, uh, Vino Kino um, wants me to do a show there just to just to fill out their schedule. I'm like, okay, I'll give it a shot. Why not? 
So it's all, it's all free. It's all right. Charity, so. And if anybody is interested in maybe having Steve Dunkelberger on at your, you know, at whatever bar or right. location you may be at, if you're a listener to that, or you know, hip them to it. Like it's really easy to contact him because, like, seriously, it's Steve's drunk history. You can find it. You can message because. That's the beauty of like the internet now. Yeah. Like you can put yourself out there on Facebook and people will actually be able to get a hold of you to do stuff. Right. Right. Yeah. And um and then it's it's it, now it's a matter of you know, I I'd like to do I wouldn't say more more shows because it is fun, but it's also a lot of research that goes into them to keep them because every every show is a different show, maybe the same theme, but I mm-hmm. mix it up a little bit depending on what the venue is. So if you go to one that may have somewhat of a similar title, there's more than likely going to be different information going on with that. Different jokes, different uh, <laughs> which. Which that's it, why I did the candy and the VD. That, yeah, right. Oh, and, that, and that was funny because the most recent one you did was Valentine's and VD. <laughs> and it, it was funny. So apparently, uh, is there a like the weirdest way to put this? But it's like, is there a history of like VD in Tacoma, or how did you go about with that? Well, uh, what? Because <laughs> I'm like, well, I know, it's like I know we've got candy here, yeah, and we just have an amazing candy company. Yes, we do. But like when you're incorporating. Um, Venereal diseases. It's kind of one of those things where you're like, how is this going to be playing into the... Well, the, 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 it's Valentine's Day and it's all about love. And then I, I talk about, uh, you know, there's, there's a couple of, a couple of, you know, VD jokes uh, that go in there. Uh, and then I talk about, you know, um, Pierce County um, venereal disease statistics from the health department and... and well, so the, you, that you actually found that stuff. stuff. Oh, yeah. It's, it's, all, it's all a downloadable PDF. And, well, and that's, we're I mean, the center of uh, herpes right now. It's a good thing to put out there because, like, you've got dating apps, you've got the Tinder, you've got Grinder, you've got these different apps where it's Scott's on all of them. It's literally I, I, just be. hooking up, <laughs> Scott. Whatever you want to tell us there, no. <laughs> <laughs> but it's you know what, having a little bit of that local information when you're in like, especially in like, like a bar setting, mm. it's not the worst thing to know. It's like the next the person right next to you might actually have the herp. So it, it could be, dude. Well, it I mean, might, yeah. it might <laughs> just paralyze you yeah, with fear. Statistically speaking, yeah. Um, and then I talked, you know, uh, about some of the treatments of uh, VD over the years. They they would uh, uh, like for uh, herpes and syphilis, they would cauterize oh. the sores. What? And then there's urethral. No, uh, uh, no, uh, stop irrigation. No. You could stop. No, right there. no, no. Yeah, those are two words that yeah. just those are not the chocolate well, and peanut well, butter. But I sometimes, want in my life. sometimes the um, the device that they used because they weren't real good tool makers at oh, that time were, were wider than uh, normal, uh, so there would be tuliping sometimes. Uh, uh, tuliping <laughs> that is literally nothing you want to hear that has anything yeah. to do with your genitals. Yeah. Yeah. People pay for that now. Yeah, go in to actually get that done. Like, can I get a little tuliping done on the yeah. end, please? So just just uh, imagine, you know, a Bugs Bunny putting his finger in Elmer Fudd's shotgun and then oh. blowing it up. That's essentially what would happen. So <laughs> like a horrifying. hot dog in a microwave, dude. Yeah. That's all I can yeah, think about. Spotlights. Oh, dude. Oh. This is what happens when we hang out at the bar beforehand. We start talking about that stuff. <laughs> so, yeah. That, and then those are the, not, the whole the driver of the show, yes, to be, uh, you know, have history, local history, because I think that history is important and it helps people, um, you know, connect with their community and appreciate it more and, you know, historic preservation and all that stuff. But it's also about I'm, I'm not going to be a professorial person just sitting up there just doing a lecture. Right. Uh, I want to add a little fun to it. And so. that's it's it's kind of like when um, we were getting shit about having uh, the Flat Earther on and they're like, this is what was it like? 
Spreading like anti-science or something. Yeah, but it was like it's like it's not good reporting. This is like journalism. That's I don't know. Like, said, we are, we are, uh, are you are you journalists? Are, are, did I miss that memo? No. Yeah, and that was our response to it. It was like if you're looking at us for your journalism sorry. needs, right. yeah, real sorry. Like, hey, last week's episode was with Allison Needles, who is a journalist with the Tacoma News Tribune. Follow her articles or go. give her suggestions on stuff to research. <laughs> Not us. They said our morals are suspect. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah they are. <laughs> We're like, yeah, okay. Now Move moving on. <laughs> was that was that debatable? Did I miss? Like, apparently, like people well, get really yeah. mad about the stuff that we're doing, but we're here just having fun. And if we learn something, like I'm right. happy to do so. Yeah. How do you not want to talk to somebody who believes the Earth is flat and, right. and wants to and is out promoting that? Like, yeah, like you, for realsies. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> not, not like a gimmick. It's a, no, it's a thing. Yeah. It's all yeah. Good, man. Yeah. So go back and listen oh, yeah. to Mark Sargent if you want to yeah. get mad. But I mean, it's for Bigfoot, dude. The Bigfoot oh, one too. Yeah. We get a lot of love slash hate for that. I know. Same, same thing. Which yeah. it, and it's just with everything that we're doing here, we're looking at what is happening in Tacoma and what is happening in the South Sound area. So. Mark Sargent, he comes from what, like Whidbey Island? Yeah, like the BFRO guys live in this area. I think mm-hmm. maybe out on the peninsula. So these are people in your life that you may or may not know about that are leading interesting lives and doing things that are somewhat interesting. And that's why we want to talk to them. It's the yeah. same reason why we bring on Steve so many times, because a lot of these people will be a snapshot of what is happening right now. But Steve helps us out because he gives us context of what has happened previously. And the fact that we have a very interesting history. We've talked about the education. We've talked about the Moray Island guys. We've talked about, you know, McNeil Island, Jake Bird. (laughs) And it's working on a movie about that. Are they really? Oh, like, I mean, TJ Walker. It makes sense. Like, if you think about that, even if it's like going for like a Netflix movie or a documentary or how do you know anything about how they plan on doing it? Uh, well, he's working on um, he's working on like uh, Phoenix Run would be the most popular thing that he's done. Locally, OK, uh, OK. You may know about um, which is partially filmed at Tacoma. Uh, but, yeah, he's just working on uh, we just did a promo video a couple of months ago um, pitching it to uh, the studios. And- cool. We went over into the old the old house, which is not there anymore. It's just down to the foundation. Where was where where was right, it and where is it? Right across the street from uh, McCarver Elementary School. Well, uh, Kitty Wampus. Okay, yeah. Kitty Corner. If you're from the West Kitty Coast, Kitty Corner. But yeah, in my neck of the woods is Kitty Wampus. <laughs> Kitty Wampus. True crime is a big deal though. Right now, oh, yeah. true yeah. crime is yep. is the thing that's killing for everything. Sorry, we 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 get more hits off of that. Just in general, for like Google searches, than we do anything else. Yeah. yeah. Well, one of the um, uh, the uh, starred posts that I did is a running list of the subjects that people want me to talk about um, or yeah. have talked about. Because I'm always looking for interesting ideas. And there's yeah. a huge list. If you just go straight to your Facebook page, it's mm-hmm. the the pinned one. You're like, here's the things that either I'm knowledgeable about or I have previously talked about. Yeah. And if if you want to hear more about this, let me know, and right. people can just message you. Yeah, and some of it's, you know some of them people suggested you know incredibly obscure things um, like the history of a particular company, you know the Pepsi bottling company. I think that's just not interesting. But I could throw it into you know the manufacturing sector exactly, um, and, and then you the, can yeah you do know, more with it. You know the this was the furniture capital of the world at one point. What? Um, wait, wait, wait. Okay. Do you love how he just drops shit like that right. sometimes? He's yeah, like, and, oh yeah. Like we're going off time. on tangents at this point, but how how were we the furniture capital? 
There's okay. a lot of wood here, bro. Yeah, there's a lot of wood. <laughs> okay, you're not well, wrong. Uh, okay, if, duh. I <laughs> uh, think that there was the um uh the edu- uh, educational products company down the Tide Flats. Okay. They made all the uh, one of their big sellers was the you know you had a laminate top and then a steel frame with the basket underneath the chair oh, the fucking that desk designed yeah. from school yeah. so, oh. um huh. it was a it was like 30 or 40 percent of of all the desks east of the rockies were from that facility oh. wow and they did the freestanding bunsen burner thing for science class oh, okay. that was yeah that they did i didn't they have design that science thing. class so. um and then they also you know did things that's just know. actually really neat oh. though just as like a little tidbit you don't realize uh how much industry has occurred here in aspects you like we we know of the port we know the longshoremen port of tacoma we know of the railways and because you see all of those around all of the time mm-hmm. um but like even nowadays like i know that there are some high tech companies in tacoma sure. that are doing a lot of the manufacturing and a lot of some of the uh, uh, other stuff or design on that that are not necessarily out there like they'll have office buildings and they're doing this stuff here but you don't even realize that it's happening mm-hmm. yeah um and and well the trouble is uh that was up until the 1950s and then you know uh, uh a lot of the manufacturing moved to asia mm-hmm. um and then then the Struggled on for a couple of years until the seventies, um, but now most of the warehouses in the Tide Flats are either um, port operation stuff, logistics stuff, which makes sense, um, or maritime. Uh, and one company makes the uh, metal trays for naval crafts. You know the the lunch trays. Oh, huh. uh, or or the naval doors that you know normally the doors swing out like this, but in a in a ship, mm-hmm. all space is sort of sacred, so it kind of has a sliding hinge, so it. Only folds in its oh. own thing, so see, it's blast proof and all that stuff. See, Scott, you were a seaman once, right? Oh, I see what you're doing he, there. He, <laughs> <laughs> I was. <laughs> Sorry. You know what I would like Love to hear Rob. about? This is a thing: is um, the nuclear stuff um, in towards Aberdeen? The whoops, yeah, yeah, whoops plant. yeah. So I, I remember love to hear that about that. The sets up. Uh, uh, industrial center, and there I remember go. seeing that what it looked like. It Super was a, fucking creepy when like, you drive out nuclear there. reactor that you're driving down I five, and you just happen to see off the side. That remember- shit is full on out of The Simpsons. Dude. Almost, yeah. almost bankrupt to come. Really, mm-hmm. really. Mm-hmm. How okay. does that work out? Fill that in. Go um, ahead. Keep going. <laughs> okay. Uh, well, backstory. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> the th- the thirty thousand foot level. Um, they uh, were developing the. Uh, what became known as the whoops plant, the Washington power, puppet, you know, w, whatever. Uh, but it was whoops. On the, <laughs> Does it re- did it really? really I seriously whoops. just thought it was like, oh, you no, just no, call no, it the whoops plant. Whoops it was. Plant. <sighs> yeah. And the idea is that Jesus. You know, you, uh, we'll get off of coal and we'll get off of being dependent on hydroelectric power, yeah. which I talk about later about the Lexington. If you want to. Um, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And the idea is to not be dependent on one energy source. So the idea is you'd have all of these um larger um municipal private partnership stuff um electrical companies yeah and fund what became the whoops plant and uh of course <laughs> it was never operational because they realized the design was flawed and oh so, so it was never operational no 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 
So it oh. just looked like a big shining beacon of nuclear. So they just have the big cooling. So just for people that don't know, when you drive out towards like Aberdeen, right, mm-hmm. um, and you look off to the left in the mountains, there's two it's, gigantic cooling it, towers. Are they still there? or Are they gone? Oh no, they're, they're there. there. Oh wow. Okay, so I haven't seen them. Like yeah. I maybe wasn't paying attention. I missed it. Well, because we rolled out there what over uh, close to the end of the year. Yeah, and it was the first time um, Becca had ever seen it. Oh, and so like, I was like, oh, check this shit out. Right? <laughs> she was like, oh my god, are those real? <laughs> well, fuck yeah, they're real. Well, they're real, but they're just not. real. <laughs> Really working, but they never, never ever worked. worked. Never worked. Oh. Wow! Um, because I like to they... say um, nuclear, nuclear, nuclear. nuclear? <laughs> How do you say it wrong? Nuclear, 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 nuclear. I can't say nuclear is how, how you say, say it correctly, right? But how did George nuclear? Bush say it? I don't know. Nuclear, 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 nuclear. That's what I'm going to go with from now on. I can't. Okay. I can't. Sure. okay. Good luck with that. <laughs> uh, yeah, but and so one of the investors for that was uh, TPU, and oh, uh, so when two? that. TPU Tacoma, Tacoma Public, Public oh, Utilities. Oh, okay. Sorry, who's gonna face another problem with Click Command? But that's oh, not mm-hmm. very common. That's yeah, a cable right, company, right? Yeah. Yep. yep, that's a whole. Thing. Um, but yeah, so uh, that kind of went because they issued bonds and all the stuff, and of course, when it didn't oh. come out, then they're like, okay, how are we gonna pay off these bonds? Mm. And uh, the city of Tacoma was like, uh, TPU, that's your deal. But it's like, oh, well, TPU is part of the city, so that's how it almost broke them. Wow. wow! But they ended. There were lawsuits back and forth, and you know, then there was a, you know, all the. Well, I'll give a shout out to TPU now because, like, if I ask them questions on Twitter, they're really cool, and Listen, they like get back to me on information about stuff. So municipal cool. bonds are like one of the supposed to be one of the safest investments you can make. Okay. So if somebody fucking defaults on that, they're kind that's of fucking problem. you around. You're Detroit. <laughs> You're Detroit. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's, yeah. Some, that's some bullshit right there. Yeah. <laughs> now I want to go back. To your Valentine's Day talk, yes, because something really strange happened, and I noticed this on the on the on Facebook the on the internet that there was a picture of you holding a can of clam chowder, yes, and you chugged it during your show, yes, oh, yes. Okay, preamble on this one. Why? Okay. <laughs> and why my response would be, and why not, good oh, sir? Because, why not? Because Cause it's gross. Because you yeah. didn't cook it? Right. I did not cook it. No, this I was just like top, cracked it open it, and yeah. chugged oh. clam chowder. And just it looked like it was can. the it looked like it was oh. the chunky. Oh yeah. No, okay, don't so make you're it weird. There, so you're there chewing through it all. Yeah. Oh. I, how, well, how, how? How did this come how to and be? Why? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh let's see. <laughs> well uh, did you lose a pet? No, because I actually do that often. <laughs> I, I often eat. I often, often eat lose bets. I, I, no, I often eat the soup out of a can, just because I don't want to wash a dish. All right. Um, but uh, yeah. So one of the first things to uh, that I did in the show, just kind of like that two minute warning, I did a, um, a venereal disease PSA from the Netherlands, and it was you know to. Uh, I'll try to describe it. Um, a <laughs> woman rushes into her apartment, goes to her computer, starts typing away, yeah. and then she um, looks. You know, can you get um, uh, vernacular by swallowing? And then she immediately spits it out. Oh! And then, so as she, as she's leaving, her roommate walks in, and uh, and uh, the guy just kind of looks at her, and, and he has um, she's chipmunking. Oh. So that was the joke. So I was like, okay, it's a fair play. I'll. I will. You will chug the clam chowder. You'll chug chowder. Chipmunk the clam chowder. Yeah, 
is a term now that will probably be in Urban Dictionary. Brogan, get on this. He's the one that is the moderator for... Not, Dude, yeah, I was not, there. She was totally chipmunking the clam chowder. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> That's gross. So, yeah. uh, I can't believe see, you did that, Steve. Uh, well, did you I, just I, take I love it. throw it on for, your face? Anything for the show. Anything for the show. The first three rows will oh. get messy. Oh. And do like a Gallagher thing. Ah. Oh. I'm going to smash some clam chowder with the mallet. <laughs> Not a euphemism, everybody. Thanks for coming out, maybe. To make, yeah, to, make, to make sure that it was it was New England oh. clam chowder, not Manhattan, because that would be disgusting. Oh, with the old uh, red yeah. sauce. Yeah. That's just not good. I don't even know the difference. So. One's like ba- basically a tomato to- paste. Yeah, tomato-based sauce clam. is oh. a Manhattan clam chowder, oh, okay. which has other but connotations. They both, have, they both have clams in them, right? I'd right, imagine. right there in the name, yeah. yeah. That's I mean, probably why I've never eaten them. You are not a fan of clam chowder? No, 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 no. no. Now, is it because you lived in the desert and are afraid of all seafood? Uh, afraid or just grossed out by? So I couldn't huh. take you to go see go to sushi. No. Well, I mean, I would go if they serve steaks. As long as it's cooked sushi, then you'd be fine with it. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, I know that would make it fish sticks. Right, dude. I can't. I, yeah, I know the best place to take my, you. Like, no once it gets back up on Sixth Ave, or we can go to many of their other locations, is Trapper Sushi. There you go. Because they'll do like basically chicken nugget sushi. <laughs> Perfect. But they're not there anymore. On they're Sixth not. Ave? They're they're not there on Sixth Ave anymore. Move. But they are going to be moving back into the same location oh. once they build it up. It's part of a, a little bit of the revitalization. Somebody bought up that area, so now they're putting in parking, wow. mixed use. Hopefully, some uh, uh, affordable condominiums or nice. apartments. No. But also, it's Sixth Ave, and I know people are looking at dollar signs. Yep. So it's going to be one of those be where seventeen thousand. $1,700 a month for a yeah. square foot studio. Yeah, it's not going to be anything along the lines of, oh, man, like some of the stuff that I've seen, there is a place in Seattle that offers, uh, uh, it's like they've got like, it, it's in the Amazon area. So a lot of, they're looking for like a, the the little Amazonians that are uh, rolling around over there, the tech guys. Um, and gals. It's absolutely. Yeah. It's uh, a lot of dual income people there. It, large dogs but right there it's not it's like here's here's a tech bro or bra tech bra no yeah. tech tech girl i don't know i'm doing terrible at this but anyway so the apartments are like 200 square feet for like a one bedroom or a studio but in order to kind of placate people not wanting to go out and do stuff, they have common areas where you can have participate in like esports stuff, or they'll have like desktops out there for like LAN and all this other Dude, stuff. And this like, apartment comes with friends. No, and it, literally, it's like this. It's like we know you don't want to go anywhere, but also maybe you don't want to stay in your jail cell. So, uh, here's, so it's a, a here's college a place. dormitory. It really is, and most of them actually have their own bathrooms. So I guess that's okay. But I know they've got apartments in like Capitol Hill and other areas that are literally just bathroom at end of hall. Here's a sleeping space and mm-hmm. maybe a closet. Dude, that's a, a, a common thing now is uh, like uh, uh, group kitchens and group bathroom areas. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, it's more and more. It's common. like having roommates, except uh, you don't really have to deal with them that much. Or at least you can like sick the, uh, uh, like the, I don't want to call them RAs, but it's the first thing that goes to mind. But like a landlord, yeah. essentially, you're going to have that same thing. And, you know, not discounting that for, like college students, like I know with like what they're doing with City Hall, they're doing some of those micro apartments. But that's really good for like business people or like uh, college students who are 
you know, going to UW Tacoma yeah, or something along those lines. College students, I can't imagine a college student will be able to afford a uh, an apartment in Old City Hall. I'm hoping. I'm hoping That's that they do that happen. though. That's not like, going to happen. They need to. So I know. I know that they need to, but yeah. they, they won't happen. It's and, called money. I know. And that was even. You sound cynical, Steve. No, it's just I'm uh, not a little pragmatic. good or bad. It, it's yeah. just there's. You know? I know that downtown off of Pacific Avenue, one of the older buildings has just been like okayed to get refurbished and have apartments. And again, the hope is, hey, maybe they'll be affordable. And I've realized that that's kind of a pipe dream. But I would like <laughs> maybe this to happen. Apartments, no. like I don't need it, but I would like more people to live downtown and to be able to experience all that stuff, and then be okay with public transit. And oh, it, we're not even. We're not, ah! we're not even beginning to get into the real problems of gentrification. Once the link light rail goes in, then that's when the battle starts. And what I'm hoping is like we've had the people. We had uh, the guy on our previous episode that talks with like uh, businesses, local businesses, and kind of helps them get prepared for that sort of thing. And like don't – Urban businesses something, solutions, support, yeah, something yeah, like that. Yeah, exactly. And I mean Becca's awesome, so she'll probably find the link and put yeah. it on here. Because she's amazing and we're terrible at this. Um, but like finding those local businesses and keeping them around. And I talked about this on the last episode with yep. the BRT. And it's like give like update the streets and update the like uh, uh, the the infrastructure and update the buildings. But let the people have the chance to come back and still have their businesses in those buildings, the local businesses. That's adorable. I know. <laughs> I know. <laughs> but on. if I don't hope for that, then gosh darn it, who will? Well, that's why that guy helps people, right? Mm-hmm. Like, And he said it when he was on here. He can't help everybody, right? Yeah. But the ones that are that are willing to, to try and change and move on with the things that are happening, you know, he's there for them. So. If Absolutely. you own a small business, understand that shit changes. You have to you have to change with the times. Yeah, it well, sucks, but it, I, I think that I I personally wish that the city would step up its efforts to allow a a return of uh, apartments over Main Street level stores. Mm-hmm. You go down mm-hmm. South Tacoma Way, and absolutely, um, you know just. Bottom store is retail. Top store is, you know, was at one point apartments. Yeah. And then they're not allowed to do that anymore. So then it becomes an office because they can't rent it out anymore. And then well, then you're sleeping minute. in your office and that's yeah. fucked up. So Nobody wants to do that. Rent, rent those out. <laughs> yeah. Know? And okay, so you have to walk through this bar to go to your house. Well, well that's Some people don't cool. mind that at all. Yeah. yeah. I would love that. Yeah. Some people are absolutely okay with that. I would totally or, dig that too. Or even if it's just simple, like I own the building or I own the business down below and also maybe I rent out the top as well because I live there. Right. Like that's should still be a fine and okay thing. But mm-hmm. the fact that you would have the ability to rent it out if you would like to, I think like I didn't even realize that they didn't have that anymore because I There are some places that you can. Okay. Um but it's not you know, it's it's like one or two units here and there. Um, to, to figure it out how it works, like well, but all, look at all of McKinley. 
Yeah. They're all two-story, you know, with apartments of what were once apartments because the, and a lot the of store them, owner worked, yeah. lived, worked downstairs and lived upstairs. And a lot of them now have, if the businesses are still going on the downstairs, congratulations, there are a lot of derelict buildings along that area, especially off of like 64th and McKinley. Mm-hmm. Um, it's it's it, it's close to my neighborhood, so I, I, I see that all the time, especially when I'm going to get like burritos over on 72nd. <laughs> Dude, or tamales or yeah, dude, tacos. All you cannot stuff. go wrong down there for tamales or no! tortillas on 72nd. No. Legit. Yeah. Oh, There's dude. a bunch of them. There's literally a place called Los Tamales. Yeah. And you can get like a dozen of them for like 20 bucks. Hot and fresh and amazing. If you get in there during the day, you come in at night and that shit is gone. Yeah. <laughs> See, that's the thing. It's like most of the time it's uh, the wife is getting ready to head home and I don't want to make dinner. So I'm like, hey, I bought some tamales. And she's dude. like, okay. And I'm like, yes. Dude, 72nd has legit Mexican food all the way up and down mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Even um, Sue Kidd from of the Went, Tacoma News Tribune. Went to college with her. <clears throat> yeah. Did you? Mm-hmm. What's her real West name? West Washington University. Is she a real, so is she's, real name? So she's no, a real person? Come on really? now. Yeah, she is no. real. What? We're going to get her on eventually. I would hope so because she's still doing stuff with where to di- where to dine in Pierce yep. County. I I, I'm that. in that Facebook group, and she also has the website as well. Oh. Uh, heavily regulated, which is amazing because she just puts the foot down when it comes to that stuff. But you can get really great food recommendations just by searching in there, and it, it's always kind of a fun thing when I'm like I'm talking about a place that I've been to, and then she gives a little like on it. I'm like, yes, yeah. I've been approved. I'm okay with what I'm doing here, and it's good because. Like a lot of things in Facebook, like sometimes there will be like admins who don't give a crap. And so there'll be a lot of negativity on Facebook. Go figure. And that just gets nipped in the buzz super fast. So you're just looking and you're seeing food recommendations in Pierce County only. Like she'll just delete stuff and kick people out. It's like if you don't pay attention to the rules, you get the boot. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm a moderator of the, uh, you know, you're from Tacoma if uh-huh. Facebook group. And uh, <laughs> I, I, I. I give no shits, so I'm like I right. spare no I spare no quarter. I ask no quarter, you know. Any any sort of if someone reports something, like nope, 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 uh, nope. Uh, any and, question, nope, 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 nope. And I'm a uh, I'm an admin of my local neighborhood group. Ooh, I'm sure well, that's buzzing. And no, <laughs> but it's Shocking. also the fun part about it is as well. It's like looking at the approval stuff. Every post needs to be approved, and it's literally like. What's happening around here? What does it have to do with us? They're flying those fucking drones again. God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> we haven't had so many complaints about the drones, but plenty of bitching about stuff happening in the park. Yeah. Oh, people driving their with cars. With their loud music and their goddamn footballs. And they you keep know, throwing those footballs. And they're the, out the there. Dr- out there. And, they, and they're out there drinking Heineken. You know who drinks Heineken? Drug dealers. <laughs> Literally words that have been said oh at my neighborhood meeting. Oh, God. Okay. And so. Drug dealers? Yes. Okay. Yes. And I'm I like, would not make that connection. And like, and it's the hardest thing it's to. The green bottles, bro. Right. Maintain, green bottles. To maintain like composure. Ultraviolet. When you hear these people saying these things, I'm like, all right, well, that's your opinion and you're old. So maybe won't necessarily worry about that so much. I think it's old. They're dumb. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, it's a weird perspective a lot of people oh, have, and you're oh, like yeah. a wrong perspective. <laughs> well, and I've and I've bitched even previously about being on Next Door, uh, that app, and it's like these people right. are dumb. Here's the problem, though, they're also dumb in my neighborhood. <laughs> right, like some of these people, like when you see where their location is, that says East Side, and I'm like, ah, shit, <laughs> like. 
damn it. These are it, ah, and it's like the same three people. And I'll say it, they're just like yelling at clouds, as, and they're just as, so mad. As and, the like net, the neighborhood like network guy, you're kind of responsible for their safety now, uh, right? And because you know they're dumb, you're like ultimate re- responsible. Uh, <laughs> that's not it's, not wrong. Yeah, I know. Dude, and I've like wrong. since I'm a part like and I go to the Safe Streets leadership stuff and we're going to get uh, Safe Streets on here eventually yeah. to talk about this stuff because it's really super interesting what they do and formed as a result of the Ash Street shooting. Really? Mm-hmm. Which we've talked about previously mm-hmm. here along with the Hilltop uh, Action Coalition. Really? Mm-hmm. Mm, I'll have to bring, oh, I wonder if they'll bring that. They'll be like, I don't know what you're talking about. It's like, well, Steve said and Steve knows. I do. <laughs> but I, I'm a leader of the coalition now because the previous guy moved away and they were like, we want the younger generation. I'm like, guys, I'm 40. And then I realized, oh, no, I'm the youngest person here <laughs> by decades. Yeah. And it's like, I'm just trying to be cool with everybody. Uh, and there's like drama like that all started on Facebook. And I'm like, y'all just need to settle down so i'm just and i'm just telling them i'm like so here's the deal we're gonna do cleanups and we're gonna like pick up trash and if you see us you want to hang out sweet if not cool if you guys got problems come to the neighborhood meetings or talk to me and i'll pass it on you gotta start neighborhood fight club dude with these old guys (laughs) (laughs) like you got a drone problem come down i'm a a firm believer in the broken window theory of uh urban renewal Oh, the like break a window so they'll go and check something out, or <laughs> no, 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 no. The idea is break your neighbor's window if they mouth no, no. off too much. <laughs> no, uh, a lot of broken window theories. No, the, 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 <laughs> broken, the broken window theory is um, that uh, in a neighborhood, if there's uh, unkempt lawns or uh, unrun cars or or broken windows, mm-hmm. then that in Invites crime. Oh, okay. If uh, people take care of their property by fixing okay, windows, pulling yeah. their lawn, then then the crime will will move elsewhere. And that kind of makes sense in that even just the fact of like some of these people I'm talking about being insufferable. They're also the people I want to work with because they're the ones that are paying attention to the neighborhood and they have for years and years and years. And they're the reason why like this place is safe because they uh, uh, talk with like our community liaison officers. Um, they talk with TPD. They understand how like three one one works. Mm-hmm. Like, and it's literally like if you want to complain about something, you go. <laughs> These people you, know how to do it. Right. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But literally, all you have to do uh, they got Tacoma First three one one as an app. Yep. Like you can do three one one and call it. But also, there's a long laundry list of things that you can say. All right, this is happening. There's debris in the middle of the road. I need it cleaned up. I'll contact them. Mm-hmm. And that was how we ended up actually, and I don't know if I told you this. You might laugh at me at this. I'm going to probably. We adopted <laughs> our local roundabout. Aw. Yeah, the wife and I. Oh, nice. Which is interesting because... The one just down the... There's yeah, yeah. No the way. One, yeah. There's no flowers or anything in that. No, because people steal them. Oh, you need to go down there and plant some flowers. Dude. What's that? Because uh, my, my brother lives next to a roundabout. Mm-hmm. And uh, what he is, he and his neighbors, they took out all the, you know, the Pacific Northwest sagebrush, you know, the water weeds. garden stuff that <laughs> looks like weeds. Yeah. Um, and it took that out and leveled it out and basically made it a little patio. And then you just put uh, like a, a picnic table out in the middle of a roundabout. And that's we're 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 thinking about because some of them have been like done over with uh yeah, the concreted over. Mm-hmm. Um, we've been trying to figure out because they're like uh, even three one one was like. You know, yeah, they've been super awesome, like working with me on this because I was trying to figure out like how to 
uh, a adopt that, but also just get like supplies for like a neighborhood cleanup. And if you just want to clean up trash in the road, they'll supply you the stuff. You just have to make the request and they'll do a drop off at a location. It'll be fine. Well, they'll do it also with like uh, plants and uh, Tagro. Um, which was hilarious because one of the guys on the council is like lives on that block and he's like, that stuff stinks too much. Like, I don't want that there. <laughs> so it's like coming into he's one of the yeah, he's one of the guys that Got will it. complain about every sort of thing, but not necessarily it. give a solution. And so we're just trying to figure out. So but, he's an American. Yeah, That's what we do. Yeah, very much. Whoa, so. very Whoa, much, dude. So. Yeah. Well, proud to be an American. <laughs> dude, at least I knew I'm we should, free. Should have done okay. that at karaoke. Oh, that would have been a good one. <laughs> you got to throw in a uh, a bird feeder, dude. Like a big crow feeder. We're, so they're oh, just bring all the crows. In their, <laughs> every yeah. Well, we've got well we've just, got the cromies, yeah. so they know about us, so we're cool. So they're like they're we're fine with them. So they won't attack us. Squirrels or raccoons as well. Yeah. Raccoon feeder. Yeah. I don't want to. Yeah. We already really had well. to deal with that. Uh-huh. Like moving into the house, the wife Trash realized pandas. quickly that uh, feeding the birds meant feeding the rats, mm-hmm. feeding the raccoons, feeding the possums. Yeah. Feed like, that shit down the street in the roundabout. Right. Might be doing that. Well, we're leaving looking at like uh, because um, one of the cool things learning about this is that you the Tacoma has the Tacoma Innovative Grants, which don't go towards. Um, uh, uh, stuff like lighting and like sidewalks and stuff like the the infrastructure things. Mm-hmm. That's its whole other thing. So this is more along the lines of uh, making a mural or doing an art installation. So we're kind of looking out there yeah. to do an art installation in our roundabout. So again, it's trying to figure out whether or what we can do and talking with the city about that. But they seem pretty open to that sort of thing. So we're hoping to do something along those lines. So it's not a plant that someone can steal or have to right. deal with like, Dude, I like any this. of those issues. I almost want to do a Grit City roundabout. I think that would be fun. We should get one <gasps> and just make it neat as hell. He, yeah. He, but yeah, sure. we're kind of... Yeah, whatever. Counter we it out. culture. You just big like a big middle finger. Yeah, we could have someone it, it, standing it there selling. Still has to be permitted <laughs> and approved. You know. Like, I know. I know. I'm just trying Steve. to think what would fit along no. the lines of us. Well, and I mean, be a flying saucer. Just paint it oh, silver. That would be there cool. Tribute to Maury Island. Imagine you couldn't. Right. Do that. No, we probably wouldn't be able to no. do either. But then you get to see stuff like down off of uh, uh, Pacific Highway, the uh, Iron Girder Tentacles. Yeah, like, dude, so, that's cool. There's I some really, that. I really I love that. that. I thought that was amazing. I thought it was really neat. I wish they didn't have the fence around it. Well, well they got to. They had to finish it. Okay. Is it not finished yet? No. no. Oh. Really? No, it's not done. No. Oh. I thought it was done. No. Oh. I totally did too. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So, moving on from that, <laughs> I think we should take a break real quick. All right. We're going to take a break, refill our drinks. Oh, God, come back, and then we're going to get into some interesting things with Steve and all his secret societies, maybe a coaster question or two, and then we'll be doing our called shots. So we'll be back in just a minute. Hey, it's Justin for the Union Club in Tacoma. And what is the Union Club? At the heart of it, it is a co-working space that is nice enough to let us actually record here, which is awesome. It is a spot where you can get a cafe membership, which is meaning that from 9 to 5 in the morning, you can have yourself a working space all the way up to your own private office. One of the beautiful things about this is that all levels of members get the beautiful view. They have print, scan, and copy services with 
internet and utilities included. You can get a incoming mail service. So if you need a business address, it's right there. Free coffee, tea, and purified water. Access to the conference room. And of course, all of the monthly events. If you want to hold your own event, anybody can do so. But with membership, you get a cheaper pricing, which is always good. If you want some information or to schedule a tour, head over to www.unionclubtacoma.com. This is also where you can get links to their social media and you can see pictures of the location, how much personality this place really, really has, how awesome it is, and then maybe get yourself a tour. Again, check them out at unionclubtacoma.com. Get it. You're cold. Cold-hearted I'm so man. cold. It's freaking cold. He's a cold-hearted snake. Uh-uh. Look into his eyes. Uh-uh. Uh-uh. Oh, Scott's lies. been telling lies. He's a cold shit. little bitch. <laughs> it's too cold for him. Uh, fuckers. <laughs> you guys aren't funny. I am fucking funny, and you'll respect me. No. no that's right. Why start now? Right. Are we well, doing this? Come back. We are back. Yeah. We're here. All right, what are you drinking? You said a uh, cider, right? It is a cider. It's a Washington cider, too. Shit. Look at that. <laughs> Bright and crisp, golden, delicious Washington cold cider. Gold cider. So it must be apple cider, right? Yeah, you yep. think? Yep, yep. Well, I've had other cider. I've had some very fancy, tasty ciders that had, like, pineapples That's in them. been your new thing. We don't raise a lot of pineapples in Washington. You, I know this. That's why I don't give them shout-outs. I because, grow pineapples. Yeah, you do. At my house. Up his ass. I love pineapples, and who set up his ass because that was weird? <laughs> Is that you? No, it's not me. It. No. Steve. no, it wasn't Steve. It wasn't Whatever. me either. It's just you're listening. You're hearing ghosts. Either way, Justin's been drinking a lot of ciders, which it's true. I like a lot having a drinking partner. It's now, like hitting sometimes. up, yeah, like hitting up, a, even like we talked about previously uh, with the Parkway, hitting the black currant cider, yeah, which yeah. I don't even know what a black currant is, but it was tasty. Yeah. It's like a grape or something, right? No, that's a Concord, know. so I don't know. Oh, that's a Concord. Yeah. Concord's a plane. Steve. Yeah, hey. So people can find you at Steve's Drunk History on the old Facebooks and so much more. And the Instagrams and yeah. the Twitters. All of those. Really easy to get a hold of you. Now, you had mentioned that you wanted to talk about the Spanish flu. What does that have to do with Tacoma? Oh, neither, neither Spanish nor the flu. Uh, no. Wait, what? <laughs> well, just uh, in light of the uh, coronavirus currently uh, being overblown. By uh, you think you think overblown? Uh, well, statistically in the United States, uh, more people have died by, by the regular flu than by the. You're COVID. not wrong, but I'll have you know that I have a fancy pair of sweatpants. They're now in quarantine that I'm not going to get for some time because of this. Because uh, you ordered them? Because I ordered them online. From, yeah, yeah, from China. Yeah, yeah it's, I mean, no, I, I guess it's not. <laughs> I mean, what what they're doing is you know what needs to be done because they just yeah. don't know better to be safe than sorry, and, and that and, sort of thing would never happen in the United States because of all the lawsuits and all. So we embargo but, Corona. Not right. Corona. Oh, it's not about the beer, sir. Oh. One of my friends said the Bud Light virus. <laughs> uh, where was it from? Like Wuhan. Yeah. So it, I don't know if you remember when Billy was on. Mm-hmm. I said I think I said the Wu Tang virus. It was either <laughs> Billy or the pizza guy, and he goes, "I heard that's nothing to fuck with." Yeah. And dude, it, it went right kind of right over my head. But that was one of my favorite lines for like two weeks. I was calling it the Wu Tang virus. <laughs> I couldn't help myself. Well, I didn't realize well, that you totally missed that. Well, I the, remember that in the moment I caught it, but I didn't. La- I don't think I laughed as much as it deserved because it was a great line, right? So. But, 
in sure. in honor of quote unquote honor of the coronavirus, right. let's talk about the old flu here. Uh, yeah, well, uh, most people know it uh, as the Spanish flu of 1918-1919 was did not originate in Spain. Um, They called it the Spanish flu because Spain was the only country that was really reporting it as an epidemic because uh, Britain and the United States and Germany and the Ottoman Empire um, had a media embargo on it because they didn't want news to get out because then that would seem like it was um, as bad as it really arm- was, <laughs> was weakening their army and things like that. So they wanted yeah. to say, oh, everything's fine, everything's glowy. So the only country that was reporting on it was Spain, which wasn't participating oh. in the First World War. So, um, so uh, that's how it became the Spanish flu. And the Spanish flu like ravaged the, in World War One. Yes. That was like the biggest, one of the biggest killers, right? Uh, it it killed more than uh, uh, I think it's uh, killed more people than bullets uh, did in wow. the war. Uh, wow. And I would, you know, most historians are now, um, you know, arguing that it, it ended the war because it was There's so no more, bad. Yeah, it was, like, uh, it was yeah. a point where it, I think it's uh, overall, it killed like 10 million people. And one out of, I think it's one out of five or one out of eight people around the world was infected by the Spanish flu at one point. Jeez. So, this influenza virus of 1918. Uh, and oddly enough, uh, the... Working theory is that it actually started in the United States, in Kansas. Really? Uh, Kansas. Uh, the the, the oh, infamous patient zero. The working theory is that, um, and they know the person's name. I don't remember it because he's from Kansas. Um, a soldier was <laughs> um, uh, on leave, mm-hmm. and so he went to his home in Kansas, and it's a pig farm, and the, the the goddamn uh, the, the pigs. pigs the swine the swine flu oh god the mutated, swine flu mutated and and tripped to him, and then he. Uh, reported back to be deployed and then he infected all the people in his oh, fort wow. fort lawton I, I i don't remember the name the and then once they were infected by the time they actually started showing sy- symptoms they were on their boats already on, dealing like on their, on their way to spreading it everywhere that freaks me fields. out so much dude you have no idea how much this so yeah, me yeah out. i mean just imagine, there, there's the uh <laughs> the um you know the cruise ships that are in quarantine that no no place will take them. Yeah, did you see and the so articles on that? The Those people are loving it. They, like nobody on that cruise Some ship. Some of them, yeah, were, was complaining. They were like, "Oh no, the only thing we ran out of like hash browns one day, and it was super bad." Right, <laughs> but they they were like loving it. I, I saw, like, yeah. Well, they're they're stuck in their cabin though. Yeah. Like a lot of them, oh, I are thought, they? Yeah, yeah, like they're actually like uh-huh. like they get served their meals in their cabin and they can't leave their cabin. Like if you got to go and like when Brogan was on his cruise. Hang out with like the Russian mafia and like ride go karts and stuff. See, that's I the, think that would be great, but I don't think that's what they're getting to do. The article I read, everybody was everybody was like, no, it was awesome. It was like two weeks extra of of a cruise. Like you, I didn't know I was going to get this, and it showed like pictures of them all waving flags outside, <laughs> like because no one had let them on. This is great. Well, and then when they did let them in, who was it? Like Cambodia or somebody? I don't finally know. let them on or let them port, um, and they made a huge deal out of it, and they like. They're like, oh yeah, where else are they gonna go? They put them up in like the nicest little <laughs> hotels on the edge. So I think those people made out. Maybe some yeah, of them yeah, did. Fr- I imagine they got a free trip. Uh, oh, yeah, that was another thing. Well, is they a whole free cruise? I'm not yeah. going. Like I've already told my wife, it's like I'm not going on a cruise. First off, I know that they're mostly balanced in terms of you're not gonna have to deal with a lot of rough sea stuff, yeah. but. Like being stuck on there, and I've heard about like the what the norovirus is and stuff like that, where you're just MRSA. stuck there, MRSA, and then you're it's just a petri dish. Mm-hmm. Like you're stuck out there 
in the middle of the ocean in a petri dish, hoping to God that somebody else doesn't get everybody else. It does kind of. The ocean's fucked up too. It's so big, dude. You're yeah. out there in the middle. You're, you're just, just out up. there. You're just out there, and there's nothing. You're just stuck. Like I've seen those movies. Yeah. Yeah. Fuck that. No, you're right. You're not wrong. I'm you're not right. arguing. Yeah. <laughs> so that, so oh, sorry. Yeah. Uh, so um, so Spanish flu. The Spanish flu. Um, <laughs> to, uh, the the first regular March, uh, the, the the regular flu season at Camp Lewis uh, came in March. There was like nine or ten cases. Okay. Uh, and then the the Spanish flu came in in about September, late September. I think you should yeah. have to say September in Spanish. September. <laughs> it would be funnier. <laughs> <laughs> sorry. Uh, Go ahead. Okay. <laughs> uh, uh, and then there were there were eleven cases in late September, and by three weeks later there were thirty uh, or three thousand twenty four cases. Oh, clearly um, a problem. A problem. <laughs> and oh my then, god. Uh, so Camp Lewis at that time um, then became a closed base. No one in or out. And all yeah. That. And then. Because there was so much fluidity b- between Camp Lewis and Tacoma, then Tacoma had crackdowns. So they, you know, they banned, you know, uh, they had a ban on, you know, open meetings, uh, wow. theaters, movies for the, you know, the pre-talky days. You couldn't even um, go see school a board meetings and all that stuff. Um, and so it's a big, it was a big uh, thing. And there's a famous photograph that I'm sure you've probably seen. It. It's um, on Armistice Day on. On November eleventh, mm-hmm. um, they uh, they um, dropped a big flag over mm-hmm. the Perkins Building. You've okay, yeah. seen that photograph? Mm-hmm, yeah, and you probably wondering, you know, wow, that's a you know, big flag. Um, it's actually several hours after they heard about, the, but uh, but it's a very small crowd, and the reason why it's a small crowd because it was illegal to gather in large because you, know, <laughs> you don't want to get the entire city right. Sick so from the flu. The, the, the city was under quarantine is, yeah. uh, at the time of the armistice. Wow. Damn. Yeah. That actually really sucks. Yeah. But it's also a very pertinent point in the history of us right. as well. Well, and, and one of the things is um, that a, a, a tragic aspect of the flu of that year um, was that it really, for whatever reason, it attacked um, able-bodied people. So the more healthy you were, the more muscular you were oh. more likely you were to die of the oh, flu because fuck, it attacked dude, muscles. That's and the one I'm worried about the most. You? You're worried <laughs> yeah, about that? Good luck I that. think you're fine, dude. <laughs> yeah, I'm fine. Yeah. I'm golden. Oh, yeah, yeah. Jesus, I, yeah I think it's. I think it's the, the more one that's healthy still, you are. Yeah, I think yeah. the ones that attack the uh, the the elderly and the uh, infants <laughs> are the ones that I'm most worried about at this point in my time. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's like, and that's absolutely terrifying because you, you're not hearing a lot of words about it. You think you're healthy anyway when other people around you are getting sick, and you have the highest potential of actually passing from something like this i think it's always a crapshoot dude just fuck when you get it you get it (laughs) it's your time it's your time there's nothing um, you can do like one of the one of the most famous famous tacomans who uh died the flu was um father peter francis halibos which is the halibos waterway oh Um, he was he was ministering to people affected um by the illness at the hospital and he uh, ended up uh succumbing himself damn and it's an interesting thing i'm researching now one of the things i like to do in my show is because there's a, a real big problem in history presentations of all sorts is 
uh, for lack of a better term, uh, white man's history. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Know, who's who's the mayor? Who did that? And they're all white folks. Um, so I try to have some sort of uh, diversity in the show, whether it's male or, or female or minorities and all that stuff. And one of the things I'm researching now after this story went live um, is that the AMC Church formed an American Red Cross campaign because it was a segregated hospital system. And, oh. and, uh, so they had to kind of take care of their own. So I'm researching how that all worked. But. Well, even when we had previously talked about uh, education in the Pacific Northwest and like I immediately say, oh, when was the first schoolhouse built or whatever? And you're like, no, no, no. We're going to go back even further into the indigenous people's education and talking about that. Mm-hmm. So I think it's very it's very cool that you're like not literally you're not whitewashing the history of the Pacific Northwest because we have stuff as as storied as, you know, like even just like the Puyallup tribe here. And the fact that most of this land was Puyallup tribes that we took and I mean, even one of the cool things I love about like the Grand Cinema is the fact that they give, you know, they're like, thank you to the Puyallup tribe for, I mean, quote unquote, allowing us. But still, you know, like we are still giving reverence to the fact that they were here long before mm-hmm. us. So I think that's something that you need to do on that end. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's um, uh, and I guess one of the challenges for me is that I don't want it to be. You know, um, a uh, lack of a better word, a a segregated presentation. It's like, mm-hmm. oh, I'm going to throw in this token. Oh yeah, absolutely. This yeah. token minority to, uh, story of the history of music, for example. I was like, no, uh, um, to try to get it as integrated mm-hmm. in the speech as possible, so it's not like one slide out of the twenty. Yeah. That, um, but it is a challenge because, quite frankly, there's just more. Mm-hmm. You know, when you're doing it, a uh, presentation, uh, t- even a two-hour presentation. Um, you're t- talking about the thirty thousand foot level of history. Yes. Um, so I tried to dig in with little vignettes here and there to, that provide examples of. Um, and if people want, I mean, and it's like even like with the beauty of social media and stuff. If people wanted more information about that stuff, they could contact you, send you a message, and absolutely. Yeah, talk get, about get that every day. Super simple about that. Or on Mondays, they can go down to the Pythian Temple. That's right. And yeah, uh, where you give tours and you still do the hot dogs. Yep. Absolutely. See. See, you get some hot dogs, and you get to get a touring of that. Any new news coming from the Pythian Temple? Uh, we'll see. I'm the new Chance, chance Commander this year, so I'm the... Congratulations. Uh, you. You're the what yeah. now? Yeah, what chance does that Commander. Mean? That's like the uh, chairman of the membership board. Nice. Oh, yeah. Look so you're you. the boss? Uh-huh. You carry a sword? Uh-huh. No. Damn it. Somebody, like, not I, even I, ceremonially? I, I could, but... <laughs> like, yeah, I think you should. I think you should just carry a sword around. Just around. Every, yeah. Yes, you're like, a knight. Yeah, damn it. Yeah. If, if we join this... a concealed weapon. Dude. So. Dude, if we <laughs> no, ever join this... it's not concealed this, at all. You can see it. Right? Yeah. <laughs> Wearing swords is mandatory. Right. As a knight. Yeah, well, we have them. But, um, but yeah, we're... Um, let's see. We just came off of our masquerade party. Ooh, uh, that was last I Saturday. I saw that. that I saw that. Fun. I was DJing, throwing down some tasty beats. Really? A lot DJ. of ABBA. DJ Dunn. Yep. <laughs> DJ Stevie D. What? what? Nice. That's funny. Uh, I call you Stevie D even when you're not DJing. So yeah. That's okay. great. Cool. It works out. Yeah, right. Um, <laughs> let's see. Uh, yeah. Then we're working on a couple other things. I want to do a murder mystery tour. Uh, murder mystery. You know one of those murder mystery party yeah. things? Yeah. Uh, doing that uh, murder mystery thing at the Sons of Norway where I'm vice president uh, there. Um, what are the Sons of Norway? I mean, Sons of Norway. Sons I would imagine Norway. that you're uh, a Norwegian-based. Norwegian. 
Are you not Norwegian? No, no. Okay, I saw your. Okay, all right. I named like Dunkelberger. Figure it out. Well, I mean, I would imagine maybe there would be some <laughs> sort of reason. Oh, it's like Irish Dunkelberger, aboard? right? Right. right. <laughs> oh, oh, O'Shaughnessy Dunkelberger. Uh, <laughs> probably not. No. Um, no, I don't right. Think so. uh, well, it used to be. Well, like okay, I'll flashback a little bit. Um, fraternal lodges, um, whether. Uh, you know the big three: the the Masons, the Oddfellows, and the Pythians. Mm-hmm. Um, were basically your, your social network, your your AFLAC, your workers' compensation. Oh workers wow, yeah, okay. That was, and that's why the halls were so grand—not to be ostentatious, but to show that they're financially stable, like mm-hmm. the banks right. of those eras. They don't yeah. have marble and all stuff. Okay, that makes sense. Um, well, ethnic groups had the same thing. So you had the Sons of Norway, which is Norwegian folks. Mm-hmm. The Swiss Hall, oddly enough. I was going to say it sounds super racist, right. but I didn't. <laughs> and then there's there's the Slovenian Hall down in Old Town. Mm-hmm. Um, and the idea is that you would have members of that Croatian yeah. mm-hmm. um, in Baltic areas. Uh, what they would do is they would kind of pool all the resources and do that sort of thing. And also, you know, if you can't get a loan from the racist banks – you would get, oh, you would get a come loan to our bank. racist bank. Uh, well, you're you're a member, so it'd be like a credit union, right? There you okay. go. And that, they're the I like our racist credit union. Your, your insurance, <laughs> things like that. And um, so anyway, and now that sort of dropped away with the '30s New Deal mm-hmm. stuff, and then now people are starting to get interested in their uh, particular culture. Do you? And s- so you get we have uh, no, generally it's. Scandinavian, but with a Norwegian focus. All right. So we'll do um, Norwegian slash Scandinavian dance lessons for kids. We've got a little dance oh, troupe that's adorable. That's fun. We've got a men's Norwegian choir, which is kind of fun. Um, we hmm. did uh, Nissel uh, knitting class or, or making classes, which is kind of – you would know them as gnomes, garden gnomes. Okay. Nice. And okay, yeah. So here's the, here's the funny <laughs> thing. We, we kind of tapped into this market we didn't really know about. So – um, our uh, activities director uh, said, oh, this, "I wanted, I wanted to make little garden, no- you know, sock gnomes uh, yeah. in Norwegian snizzles." Um, <laughs> and and we're like, "Okay, well, you do." I didn't. Um, they, the board decided um, that if you can get ten people, then we'll just open up the lodge and you can do this thing. Oh, cool! Well, yada yada yada. We had two classes of two hundred and twenty people. Oh, Holy shit. shit! And people were wondering, you know, hey, when are you going to do the next one? Like, uh, uh, okay. Apparently, now so, you've just stumbled yeah, upon a thing. Now we're doing a thing. <laughs> so, um, let's see. The, uh, so huh? February is booked up, March is booked up, and April is booking up uh, fairly quickly. Wow! And we're like, wow, we'll step into this. And I'm like, how about you know five dollar mimosas? Because it's it's all I would say all, <laughs> but. Nice. Demographically speaking, it is thirty to sixty year old women. Yeah, you know, going Who, out with having brunch with their girlfriends, yeah, get their mimosas and on. Yeah, you know, go, to, go to breakfast before or after with their little instead gnomes. of a paint and sip, it's like a gnome and sip. Right, I love right. it. Yeah. yeah. So, and that's sort of the you know, and then our breakfast we'll have breakfast once a month on the second Saturday. Um, that'll bring three hundred fifty people. Wow, the nice. crab feed was. 450 people. Wait, wait, wait. Wow. Crab feed? Crab feed, yeah. Oh, see, I'm not totally 100% down with crab feed, but I know my wife is. So. <laughs> uh, I'm not down yeah. with that. Um, I'm not a seafood that was guy, fun. but um, <laughs> I come hang out. Right? Uh, so this so sounds lot. all like stuff sober people do. I like it. Yeah. 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 <laughs> and we just kind of, you know, we get together and, and um, I've always you know, wondered. Some, some of us are Nor- Norwegian, <laughs> um, but we just like, you know, the idea is that get together, we want to do fun things, but 
you know, people don't go to churches anymore, so they don't have a big group of friends. And if you don't have school age kids, you don't have that circle of friends. You don't want to hang out with your work friends. No. So let's have a lodge where it's all getting together. And a lot of the times, I mean, even even if you look at something along the lines of we've been so. Um, like you said, segregation, but just terms of like uh, being online, that's like mm-hmm. your online community is your quote unquote community. And the reason why I go to these safe street meetings or these neighborhood meetings is just so I can know my neighbor. And right. it's the same reason why we talk about like the Washington state emergency, you know, services mm-hmm. where it's like, learn the people, a couple of people on your block. So you have at least somebody to go talk to. Right. If there's an emergency and along these lines, it's the same thing. It's, yeah, you're going to commiserate, but you're also learning about the people that you can know and you can trust and mm. the fact that you've seen this person. So you know that they're not going to, you know, in case of an emergency, they'll either be able to help you out or at least they're not going to dick you over. Right. <laughs> so, I mean, I, it, that that stuff goes a long ways. Well, and, you know, perfect example, like why well, I'm the chaplain at the Eagles Lodge. Wait. And- how, how many secret societies are you a part of? Five. Five? Five. Five of them. Five, 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 five fraternal lodges and then a couple of boards for like historic Tacoma. Five he could tell you about. Like, yeah. I know Lakewood right. his, uh, Historical Society. Lakewood Historical Society. Um, the historic Tacoma, I'm on the board there. Um, you are busy, man. Tacoma Historical <laughs> Society. Every now I can't go to all those meetings. but yeah. Oh, yeah, but uh, it's it's fun. I mean, I you know it keeps me busy, and it, it also it feeds into the you know people ask me questions that I then solve on my show because mm-hmm. um, they want to you know just because I want to learn about something doesn't mean that other people want to do. Um, you know, one people that, <laughs> people always ask me, you know, when are you going to do your serial killer show? And I was like, wow, it's kind of morbid. I, I think you need a specific oh, no, group I, of people I have no, to yeah, do I have it. No, I have no problem with doing it. I could do that you know like quite like right now just start rattling off <laughs> but i was like well you know i want to i'm wondering for the right you know i want to cultivate a little bit more because that's that's kind of the low-hanging fruit i don't you know yeah no you're absolutely right that with in that. october or but like it's that. what everybody wants too right. that's the hard part right? right it's like the easy thing to do you're like oh i know everybody but everybody wants it man yeah <laughs> everybody wants it dude uh, before we get out of here, I want to do. We do have one coaster question. What? Coasterquestion.com. I might have written this while I was drunk um, <laughs> because I think this is my drunken Sharpie handwriting. It says, What is your favorite historical thing about Tacoma? Oh. I mean, I mean, it's a pretty broad one, so I apologize. No, you're one. Sure I, wrote this. I want your one favorite moment in history for Tacoma. <laughs> all of it. That's all 2 wrapped no. up. Um. <laughs> 2 a.m. My favorite story. To, um, gosh, I don't. I I, I think it, uh, not necessarily a story, but okay. a vein that still resonates today. Gross veins are gross. <laughs> okay. Um, how much of it, the more I learn and read and study about Tacoma's history, mm-hmm. the more I realize that the people of today would have largely fit in then they, they oh, seek their okay. own their own path they didn't you know kind of a it's it's always been sort of a land of misfit toys that oh, good call yeah that um you know not necessarily people are are all energized and you know self-made people um but that there isn't that social necessarily that social strata that they had on the east coast 
then and now. And be you know, the biggest, so, the best, wherever. It's you know the the guy yeah. in the jeans is probably your boss, and mm-hmm. you know the tie doesn't make the you know the middle manager sort of person. That's just and it, I mean it kind of even people you, are judged by their character, not by their wallet. And it cues into just the whole the the whole grit city mm-hmm. mentality, yeah. where it's always been a thing here. Yeah, and yeah, and that we we as Tacomans, um because we didn't have the baggage of the East Coast and we are a melting pot in more ways than mm-hmm. we'd like to recognize, um, that we we make our own solutions. Yeah. You know, there's a reason why, you know, Click started here because, you know, uh, we were getting screwed over by our cable company. And so and we needed something do there. Our, we'll do it ourselves. Um, I do have to point out. going. You know, mm. And we've got sort of, you know, Chicago-esque politics. Uh, sometimes there's... What, what, if you really want an interesting uh, story about um, – it's a little dry. Bill Barsma's dissertation about Tacoma politics. But there are only two city councils in U.S. history to ever recall a balance of their city councils. Two in the entire U.S. history. Both of those were Tacoma. Wow. <laughs> Both of those Funny. involved dis- dis- um, uh, issues about uh, public utilities. So as we get into click – um, being dismantled, gutted like a fish. Words, words to uh, to to ponder. Exactly, history yeah. could repeat itself. Uh, but that created an, yeah. a, a constitutional crisis because you can't conduct a city meeting without a quorum of five members on the council. Well, if five of them have been recalled, the governor then has to appoint uh, ones, right? the the, the wow. folks, and then that took time. So they're. The Damn! Government shut down for wow. Yeah, they don't fuck around, don't right? Fuck, yeah, like you're all fucking fired. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and now, finally, before we get out of here, called shots. Oh, Scott. Oh, don't make me go first because I okay, don't have. An, oh, well, I can. I guess okay. I can do one. All right. What's your called shot? Where's God the place it. that you love? It's going to be a Seattle one again. Yeah. Well, Seattle. I spent a lot of times drinking in Seattle. So all right. Sorry, I was going right. to go with flat stick. Okay, I love flat stick, and there's, they're they're making one in Tacoma. They are. So and I this is a good wait, thing. Right next man. to well, it used to be the Learning Sprout, um, but it's right by the Forum and the Office. One or the other, they're interchangeable, right there. But the Domino's tur- is right there. Yeah, right next to the Domino's, they're turning that into a flat stick pub. Yes. So shout out to those places. Yeah, I remember all Washington beers, ciders. Yes, like you can't go wrong there. And right? weird, random, like a random game that's sort of like it's like it's it's like putt putt. But it's also like I don't know, like shuffleboard. Well, they do. And... Um, they have their own mini golf inside. That's okay, kind of putt putt. But then they do duffelboard. I think duffelboard. That's the one I'm thinking about. Yeah, it's, it's like a mix between shuffleboard and kind of a golfy game. Yeah, I haven't. It's really drinking games it. that you can play uh, inside a bar. Uh, sure. yeah. So it's a it's a nice excuse to go hang out at a bar for a while. Yeah. So mostly I drink there though. Really excited for that Sorry. one. I'm. I'm Invited Water. to their Hall of Fame party and because I drink there so much. Because you drink there so much. <laughs> I'm not even joking. They like have an not. app that you rate beers on. Oh, jeez. Yeah, dude. I'm like I'm like four or five <laughs> deep in it. And they're like, oh, you drink here too you much. You drink a lot here. <laughs> yeah, I know. Uh, my shout out, my uh, called shot is going to be to the Rhine House. Yeah. Specifically on Mondays. Ooh, meats. Meat raffle Mondays <laughs> with JC. She's fantastic. Good, good call. We dude. just went this, uh, not this last week, but the week before. And uh, just kind of on a whim and uh, ended up winning, which is always a good thing. But it's like a buck a raffle ticket and you get to choose 
the different meets. And if you get the last ones, it's from five to seven. So five, five, thirty, six, six, thirty, and seven. If you get the last one, you also get a gift card because it's draft style. So the meat that you might want is not there yet. I personally really wanted the thick cut bacon. Oh, but I ended mm, up with so some cheddar jalapeno sausage. And this thing that looks like a uh, pork loin wrapped in bacon. Oh, that shit is good though. I don't know how to cook it yet, so I got to uh, figure out how to make that on on the old Traeger. So I'm figuring you that need to out. Smoke it nice. Yeah, dude. of oh. course I am. So I go down there. I need to get my uh, my meat quota back up dude, yeah. for the for all of that. And the meat raffle makes it awesome. If you're sitting around on a Monday night, mm-hmm. like just go. It's worth it. Just it's go. Absolutely worth going to. <laughs> all right, Steve. Well, what's your cult shot? What's a uh, place that you uh, love going to? Uh, well, to, with the broken the spoke, of course, because Jordan uh, is my bartender there. Perfect. Because um, uh, it's it's a nice little quiet. But, and you can get your haircut there at the same time. Wait, wait, uh, you can get your haircut there? Yeah. I didn't know. I, I need mean, a haircut. You've yeah, probably said this every single time. Bad. He's, yeah. you, you just need to shave your damn head. I know. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> well, they'll do it for you probably there. Yeah, sure. <laughs> yeah, really, really great bar, uh, barber there. That's hilarious. I love TV that. Do they know your drink when you come in? When they're, they're like, Steve. Like well, see, years. I love Jordan, and I hate Jordan. I love Jordan. Nice. Um, <laughs> because, uh, That's the best kind of bartender. Yeah, how, right how, the show, how the show works is um, I can't start until someone buys me a drink. So I, I don't have a bar tab because every, someone in the place is getting me drinks. Good and call. a lot of people just say, oh, get him something. And Jordan knows that I hate IPAs. So let's he, get you the hoppiest thing possible. Exactly. Blarp. And he'll just mix it up. It's like, oh. oh, you need this pineapple cider and then an IPA and then whatever. And then I'm like, oh. ooh. <laughs> but I can it, understand the love hate there with that. It love, it, but it's part of the show. It's, right? it's fun. I love it. So, uh, yeah. That's and amazing. Drink, the Broken Spoke, where Steve does a lot of his drunk history, but you have many other events that are available. If you yep. just look for Steve's Drunk History, click on this the link that's right here on the descriptor, or go to one of the many episodes that you've been a part of. We have all of those available at gridcitypodcast.com. Steve, seriously, thank you so much. Anytime. If people Anytime. want some, uh, want to do some coaster questions for Steve or anyone else, info at gridcitypodcast.com, or on the site, there's a Google form. It says right there, coaster questions. You click right on it. If you want to give a shout out to uh, some place that you love and give a called shot, send us an email. Let us know about the places that you love to go to. You don't want to know about watches or fountain pens or Dude, local history. Yeah, yeah. Or Ask about Steve's watch collection or his fountain pen collection. And he'll be more than happy to show them up. Ooh, that's a nice Or Swiss watch. Army knives. Or Swiss Army knives. Yeah. I know the one that's got like 72 different things right. to it. Like Check literally ridiculous. He's pulling off his watch right now, dude. <laughs> Alright, Steve, you can show that off after the episode. Thank you guys, everyone, for listening and keep Tacoma gritty. You've been listening to the Grid City Podcast. Check them out at gritcitypodcast.com.